Hello and welcome to the Feel It to Heal It podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kelly, and I am a clinically trained therapist, emotional wellness and life coach and healer. My mission is to help as many humans as possible feel safe to feel their feelings in order to create a life beyond their wildest dreams. Thank you for being here and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the show. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to your Friday new podcast episode. This episode is called New Levels, New Devils. <laughs> I got that expression from my mentor that talked about like how every time we expand into a new level and a new version of ourselves, there are new devils. And they're not actually devils because they are here to teach us all the things and help us expand. And it is all for us not to us, right? It's not happening to us. It's happening for us. And it can feel like a motherfucking devil when you're experiencing it. So let's take a breath to settle into this present moment. I'm feeling all the things today. The uh, new moon was last night. So I'm feeling this shift in energy. I had a really powerful session with my mentor and then a powerful session with a client. And I'm feeling these old wounds shifting and it's scary and it's exciting. But yeah, let's just take a breath together. So hands on heart, breathe all the way in. And release. One more. All right, we are here. We're alive. We're present. Let's do the damn thing. I'm feeling tired, but sometimes when I feel tired, things just fly out of my mouth because my brain is too tired to try and filter them. <laughs> so it ends up being kind of a cool process that happens of like whatever's meant to come out, just easier for it to fly out. And with that being said, I need to go to bed earlier, y'all. That is my intention. Okay. Focusing. So new levels, new devils. So I want to talk today about how on a healing journey, it is literally an onion. So I'm going to read you actually some of my Instagram post that I wrote yesterday, because I think it sums this up pretty well. Healing is one giant onion. Each new layer that is pulled back allows you to go deeper within yourself, meeting parts of yourself that you didn't even know existed. How far deep you go is entirely your choice. I have chosen to go the deepest layers, even when it feels like the fear and shame that comes up is strong enough to kill me. But each time it doesn't, and each time I get to expand wider and further because of the depths I've gone with my, within my own psyche, body, heart, spirit, and soul. Not everyone wants to go that deep, and that's okay. But just know the deeper you go, the more new layers of expansion, freedom, safety, ease, and abundance you get to experience. And sometimes as we reach new layers of healing and new levels of expansion, your nervous system will beg you to slow down and land for a bit. And that's okay too. There's a difference between getting defeated, avoiding, giving up, losing sight of where you're going, and just listening to what your body is needing right now. Right now I'm practicing landing into deeper levels of safety. It's a challenging yet exciting place to be. If you are in this place too, know it is safe to rest, safe to breathe, safe to get still, and just tend to your sweetheart and your inner child who's simply terrified. 
They went through a lot, and the safer you allow them to feel, the more you'll be able to hold them into deeper layers of the unknown. The universe is on our side always, and you are so deeply supported. So take a moment to just notice how that lands in your body. I wrote that during a time where I was feeling like my body wanted to shut the fuck down. The past few weeks have thrown a lot at me. I've made a lot of big claims to the universe of wanting to shift so many things within myself and wanting to expand into all the big dreams I have in the world. And ever since claiming that to myself, to my support team, to the universe, to my angels, the universe has been given it all to me. So just within the past few weeks, I've had my anxious attachment wound get very much activated by getting back into the dating world. It's brought up all of the anxiety, all of the fear, all of the control. There have been changes just happening around me that feel really unsafe, but exciting. And there's just been a lot, a lot of different things. And so when a lot comes up, we have a choice in how to relate to it. We can either get shut down and then we hide and we avoid. And the old me would have responded from my inner child where, and don't get me wrong, she still came out this time, but I was a lot more aware of her and was able to kind of shift back into my adult self at times and other times not. And that's the full truth. And that's what this work looks like is that sometimes your inner child's going to take over and it's going to bring up so much shame. And other times you're going to be able to relate from your adult self and that's going to feel so fucking powerful. And so it's not meant to look perfect. It's just meant to be more and more opportunities to practice implementing this work. So when all this stuff was coming up, I had two choices. Am I going to allow myself to shut down and avoid, or am I going to allow myself to just come back to the safety in the present moment and take a deep breath? And so that's what inspired that post was that sometimes we think we have to figure it out or we have to, you know, like get it right or respond perfectly. And it's like, that is not life. We are fucking human. We need to allow space to be human. We need to be with the shame that comes up. Shame sometimes can feel so strong, so strong that it makes you feel like you're dying. And I've had moments of that this week where I was so aware of the shame that I was feeling. And it's not even like, you know, something was making me feel that shame. It was kind of a combination of realizing how strong my control was, my protectors, my, how I was making other people feel in my relationships. And that shame made me feel unlovable. It made me feel like if I make people feel this in my relationships, then I'm not wanted, then I'm going to be abandoned, that I'm not lovable. And that can feel so utterly terrifying. And I just needed to give myself some space to land in the safety and to get myself back to safety. And when I did that and I honored what my body was needing, I was then able to revisit all of it this morning during my session and work through a lot of it. And 
This is the most powerful and deeply healing thing about having a long-term mentor, coach, healer, whatever you want to call me, (laughs) is that when I was in the therapy world, I had to fit into this role. I was conditioned and trained to present a certain way with my clients. And it served a purpose in terms of helping them feel seen and supported and held. But this layers this layers, this layer, this level, that's what I'm trying to say, English, this level, this level of healing is just a deeper one. It's basically all of the years that I spent in the therapy field and then being able to take my healing to the next level, both within myself and with my clients. And the reason why this is so powerful is because I don't have to fit into that mold anymore. I get to just be human and something that I'm working on a lot with my mentor is allowing myself to have real human emotions with my clients. Sometimes I'm so good at helping them feel safe and feel better that I don't actually honor how I'm feeling. As a therapist, we're trained so hardcore to prioritize the client and how they're feeling and that that's how it should be. And that's absolutely true to an extent. And If you're experiencing relational healing, you're experiencing the type of relationship where if your client does something to piss you off or your client behaves in a way that's not kind, that it's actually doing a disservice to them to not be honest with how it makes you feel. Because if they're making you feel that way, they're most likely making other people in their lives feel that way. And it's not going to help them shift the behavior if they're not even aware of it. So that's something I've been working on is being more honest with like how my clients affect me and how I actually feel about things because I've never felt safe to actually honor my anger. It's never felt safe to get angry at a client. It's never felt safe to get angry at anyone except the people that I am closest to, like my partners or my mentor. And what happens is when I don't honor my anger with other people that I don't feel safe with, it then all piles up and goes on to my mentor, my partner, and that's not fair to them. So that's something that I've been shifting is like actually honoring, how do I feel about this? Right? Because it is a human relationship. And when my mentor is able to express her anger towards me, it doesn't always feel safe. It feels scary. And when we're able to work through that and say, even though this felt terrifying, we're still okay, we're still in a secure relationship. We're still, um, she's still here with me, right? Like, and that is so reparative, but it's so important for me to know how my behavior makes other people feel so that I can shift it. And this isn't in a people pleasing kind of way. This is in a way where my behavior is not feeling aligned with the type of person I want to be. It's not aligned with my highest self. So, oh, that water smells good. Hold on. Got to take another <laughs> So now I say take water and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so dehydrated. Hold on. Oh, gotta hydrate. That's your reminder. Go take five sips of water right now. We are plants. We need sun, water, and love. Okay. Anyway, so I think what happened for me this week was that there was so much being thrown at me that I just needed safety, but because of my dysregulation and feeling so unsafe, I wasn't able to communicate very clearly or well with my mentor. And then 
it kind of just got like hidden under all this stuff. And then she didn't know like what to respond to. And it was just like this whole thing. And, you know, I think sometimes we get in this mode of like, oh, well, you know, this person's my therapist, they should just be able to handle all my shit. And it's like, well, they're still a human and I'm still a human. And when my clients throw a lot at me, like I'm not going to get it perfect and I shouldn't be expected to. Right. So again, like just bringing this level of realness to the human relationship is so, so fucking healing and important. I realize I never gave a, um, a heads up that if you don't like cursing, this is not the podcast for you because I curse a lot. I always have, it's always been in my nature. I just love just, it just feels so cathartic coming out of my body. So if you have any children listening to this, maybe not. Although I don't know, I learned curse words when I was little. That's probably why I still curse so much. It's probably why I love working with my mentor so much because we both just love saying fuck all the time. <laughs> fuck. It just feels so good. Okay. Anyway, so I hope you guys understand this podcast is like you're just welcomed into my stream of consciousness. And hopefully this is insightful and helpful, but this is not like a a filtered very cohesive type of podcast. This is like a welcome to my brain. And if you relate and it's helpful for you to hear this, please stay tuned. <laughs> ah, crack myself up. Okay. So basically going back to our topic, new level, new devil. So basically where like when all this was happening and we experience a new level of expansion and those that were closest to are experiencing a new level of expansion. So when my mentor expands, it terrifies me. I'm genuinely excited for her. And it's like, oh fuck, I need to keep up because I don't want you to abandon me. And then also when I expand, I can feel energetically when my clients are feeling terrified. Like there, it's just this fear of abandonment. It's just the sphere of being left and that we all can relate to it to some extent. It looks differently for all of us and we're all human and we just don't want to be left behind. So part of building that secure relationship with my clients and with my mentor is like, can we allow each other to fully expand and feel safe in that knowing that it doesn't have to change the relationship. And if it does, it's changing it for the better. It's changing it to like, Hey, I'm going to these cool places and I'm expanding and I'm growing my business and growing my dream life. And I want you to come with me and like, let's do this life together. And the thing that has allowed me to expand is that I've always been all in on my healing. And I have some clients that are fully all in and I have clients that aren't and it's meeting them where they're at, right? You can't ever force someone to be all in, but all I can do is role model for them what all in looks like and what it feels like. And it's hard, it's painful, and it's so fucking worth it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And I think that's honestly one of my superpowers as a healer is that I believe in this work so much that I go all in in it. And when I go all in in it, that sounds funny, all in in it. When I go all in in it, it shows them the benefits of that. It shows them the journey through that and it allows them to feel a little bit safer to lean in a little bit more and more and more. So basically when you're experiencing this new level of expansion, all the control, all the protectors are going to come up that much more strongly because 
it's new, it's foreign to your nervous system. And so it makes sense that the projectors would come out. And this is why healing is not linear because sometimes it can feel like, oh, well, why is this coming up even stronger if I've already healed this? And it's like, well, you've healed it to a certain extent, but then new experiences, new people, new relationships, new opportunities, new levels of stretching your nervous system. Sky, let me be, he's attacking Luna. Um, you know, when that stretches, it still feels scary to your nervous system. So you still have to allow space to kind of calibrate to that next level and allow safety, allow landing, allow spaciousness, allow rest, allow what your body's needing. And I think what happened for me this week was when I was having these protectors come up in a stronger way, my control was out of control. Like my control was so strong so visceral in my body that when that then pushes people away, it can exasperate the fear. And then the fear gets stronger of like, oh my God, I'm going to be left behind because I'm so controlling, da, da, da. And then when the fear gets heightened, the control gets even more strong. And then that pushes away people even more. And it's this like vicious cycle. And so it can feel really scary and really dysregulating. And it's like, how do we create space to honor how scary it feels while also holding myself accountable and shifting the control and really connecting mind and body of like, okay, mind, you know, that you got to shift this body is not feeling safe to shift it. How can we work together and really do things differently, no matter how terrifying it feels? Cause it already feels terrifying. So shifting it is going to feel terrifying too, but at least that route allows you to feel how you want to feel and feel in your relationships, how you want to feel, right? Like it doesn't feel good for me to know that I allow my control to influence the most important people in my life or to make them feel controlled. No one wants to feel controlled. It's like the worst feeling in the world. I've been on the receiving end of that. I've been on the giving end of that. None of it's fun. So it's knowing that as you continue to go deeper within your healing, as you get to know these deeper parts of yourself, as you continue to expand, if that's what you choose to do, many people will not choose to go this far because it's fucking painful and it is so worth it. Like, I can't say that enough. It is so worth it. Even in the hardest moments, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> But then I have a breakthrough. Then I come out the other side and I'm like, oh, I feel so much lighter. This feels so much better. And it's just normalizing that your protectors will come up. And then it's your responsibility to talk to them, to come into relationship with them, to say, control, I see you. Thank you for protecting me. Sometimes I'll literally write my controller, my protectors, like a letter to, to say thank you. But this is where I was at this week, where my journal entry was, dear control, thank you. And you can kindly fuck off. <laughs> you are no longer needed here. Much love, Rachel. <laughs> so like some weeks it just be like that. You know what I'm saying? So like we have to come into relationship with these protectors and we have to, even if it takes 500 times of the protector coming up, we have to then shift it that 501st time. Like we can't give up on it because these protectors have been here our whole lives, people pleasing, comparison, judgment, 
control, uh, perfectionism, all of these are protectors. Overthinking, it's all a protector because it's your mind trying to protect you from the pain that lives in your body. So for me, control shows up when there's fear. There's fear of being abandoned. There's fear of being left behind. And so sometimes we have to just tell it to kindly fuck off. And other times we have to just be really gentle with it and say, you know, I know you're just trying to protect me. Thank you. And how would I relate differently if I were not relating through this protector? So if I'm relating through control, that looks like tightening, grasping, like suffocating energy. If I'm relating not through control, it's getting to the root emotion. I'm feeling so fucking terrified and I just need safety right now. And the more that you can connect to your heart, to the root, to the emotion, the more that you will be able to process some of that emotion, which will then allow the, the protector to soften as a byproduct. So this work is not easy. And the more that you expand, the more you will experience new layers of these protectors coming out, new layers of these wounds coming out and new layers of not feeling safe. And this is why so many people then stop. They stop healing. They stop looking within themselves. They stop expanding because it doesn't feel safe. And so sometimes you just need to pause and get yourself back to safety. And then you take a baby step forward, right? It's like, it, you're not going to have all your dreams come true in one night. You have to take it moment by moment, work within your window of tolerance, work with what your nervous system is needing and know that your nervous system that's wired in survival mode is just little you because that's when our nervous systems are wired is when we're babies. So it's just little you feeling scared. And if your nervous system is screaming, like, slow down, slow down, that means that it just needs to come back to safety. And that's okay. So I hope in sharing this, it doesn't terrify you, but it normalizes if you're having a fucking hard, painful week and you're like, damn it, like, I thought I healed this wound and it's coming back. The same wounds, the same protectors will show up over and over and over and over again. The universe will continue to bring us opportunities that trigger those same wounds until we shift them. And if we don't shift them at a nervous system level, they won't shift. This isn't about mindset. Nervous system creates mindset. So we have to start with the bottom up body first, and then that naturally will change your thoughts, which goes against everything. I was trained in, you know, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, focusing on thoughts like like a vault. If only I knew then what I know now, but that's okay. We live and we learn. So I hope this can save you time. If you've been struggling to change your thoughts, which is a whole other podcast episode, get to the feeling, take a deep breath. What is the sensation? What is the energy? What is the emotion in your body? Even if your mind is saying one thing, what is your body actually feeling? Because energy is everything. So I hope this helps to normalize the fear and the shame and the challenges that can come as you go deeper and deeper into that onion of a healing journey. I used an analogy yesterday on my stories that I loved. I said, healing is like a house being under construction. There are some construction days that feel messier and harder and like nothing's going right. And then other construction days where the house starts to just feel exactly how you envisioned or maybe even better or you release control of how something was meant to go and you allow it to go as it was meant to go and know that the universe is always on your side. 
And then you keep working on the construction. It keeps coming together bit by bit by bit. And even when the house looks perfect, there's still maintenance that needs to be done. And we are the house. Our bodies are the house. So treat yourself like you are the home that you live in because you are. And be so gentle with yourself and know that even with these challenges and this pain, that it is so deeply worth it because what you experience on the other side is just simply profound. It's just the most amount of freedom you will ever feel in your life. And it is so worth it. And that's why I do what I do. So I'd love to just kind of hear from you guys how this is landing for you. Um, I know today was a little bit of a ramble. I'm pretty sleep deprived. I need to go to bed. I need to take a nap before my men's group in two hours. So I'm going to go do that. But I hope that this was still helpful. And I would love to share for the first time ever on the pod that I have officially announced my first ever digital course called The Secure Entrepreneur. It flew right out of me. It actually started when I was launching my last round of Come Home to Yourself, my group for anxiously attached women. And I was thinking about how anxious attachment affects a business and how my control has affected my business. And I was like, if I struggle with this, there's got to be others that do too. And they need my medicine. They need my knowledge and my experience and to save them time. And so I created this course and it's coming out in just a few weeks. The wait list is open. If you head into the Instagram land, go to the link in my bio, sign up for the wait list and you will get the early bird pricing, all the juicy bonuses. And I'm so friggin' excited. It's going to change lives. I know it. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you for bearing with me as some of these podcast episodes are a little bit more roller coastery than others where I go on side tangents and all around the town but this is me and we get to show up as our authentic selves and people will love it people will not love it and that's okay you are still safe to be you love you all so much please 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 leave a review and a rating it would literally mean the world to me on iTunes also Spotify allows you to rate as well I just learned that And if you want to stay tuned for the next chapter, please feel free to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Catch me on the gram, reach out. My DMs are always open if you are wanting to do this work. I have so many exciting ways of doing it right now. So come find me, let's chat. Love you all so much. Take time to come home to yourself. You are safe, you are brilliant. You are so much more powerful than you know. You can literally create any life that you want. And if you roll your eyes at that or there's resistance, that is totally okay. Just sit with that resistance. What does it have to say? Be with whatever's coming up. Meet yourself where you're at. You are perfectly imperfect just the way you are. All right. Love you. Bye.